Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. All right, guys. So welcome to another live. Um, today is going to be a Woman's Health Wednesday. I haven't done a Woman's Health Wednesday in I don't know how long, um, and I'm very passionate about this topic. We are discussing amenorrhea or losing your period, which amenorrhea is losing your period for three consecutive bleeds in a row or three months in a row. This is going to apply to the person who isn't on birth control. Birth control kind of... I don't want to say hinders, but it blurs what your natural period is doing. So if you guys want to um, contribute to the conversation, feel free to do so. Again, if you happen to miss this live, I will be recording it for Beyond the Bikini Radio. It's recording right now. Um, And we're going to walk through my struggles of losing my period and gaining it. And I'm going to explain the reasons why behind each one and how I actively got it back with each phase of my life. So um, that being said, I want to start today's talk by saying I am by no means a MD. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a gynecologist. Um, I do have a bachelor's degree in exercise science and nutrition. Um, and I did cover this for like my senior, um, capstone project. My whole semester was spent on, um, researching the female athlete triad, which is correlated to athletes losing their period, um, due to, the amount of energy they are putting out. So there's three main reasons why we lose our period. Our period is a health marker for us. You know, it's a sign that we can reproduce. That's a good thing. It's also a sign that you are a woman. So when we lose our period, this is usually happening for these three main reasons. The first one is just stress. And stress can be induced by exercise, by dieting, um, from like your outside effects. So if something traumatic has happened to you where like you're in a crisis, um, that's high stress, or maybe your job is really high stress. I see a lot of women lose their period because they're very stressed out. Um, my clients know that I am like the period godmother. I happen to give women their periods back. And that is because I can really identify which one of these my client is struggling with. But one of my clients, she just got her period back and um, she isn't in the underweight category, but she just got it back. And that is because her stress levels are now lowered. She was always at a very high stress state. She struggles with anxiety and we've gotten a little bit better with managing that. And she has gotten her period back. So that was a huge win for her. Um, The other reason why I see women lose their period is an energy imbalance. So this can be through a restrictive diet. Maybe it's intentional, maybe it's unintentional. So this is what you see a lot in the competitor or the ballet dancer or the gymnast. You know, these are all people who have a physique-based sport where they tend to have to fit a certain mold. And that can lead to their bodies being at too low of a body fat percentage to produce a period. Usually that's going to be around 15% body fat or lower. Um, 
Each woman is different though. I've seen women lose their period at like 20% body fat, um, even higher. Again, it's body fat only goes so far. Um, and each of our bodies have a body fat set point. So some of us are naturally leaner. Some of us hold more body fat. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with your body fat. That's just your genetic makeup. Uh, for me, I know if I get anywhere below like 125 pounds, my body starts to panic and I usually lose my period then. Um, but I will discuss that in this chat too of like the timeline of my amenorrhea. Okay, moving forward. So we have energy imbalance. We have stress. Uh, the other one can be through dieting. So just chronic under eating. Um, again, that is stress and energy imbalance. And Hope is chewing my notes. Rude. Guys, Hope still has her little collar on from her getting spayed. Um, so again, the energy imbalance. And this can be where your body fat isn't necessarily low, but you're just chronically under eating. Again, under eating is going to be a stress in the body. And I've had a lot of women who tell me during like a coaching consult, they're like, but Nicole, I'm eating 1500 calories. I'm eating 1600 calories. Like I'm eating plenty. No, you're not. You're probably not eating enough. I know some women who have had to eat 2000 to 3000 calories a day to get their period back. Yep. Let that sink in. It's a lot of food. Um, my question to you guys is like, I think part of it too is, you're scared to get your period back. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, and I'm going to talk about my old mindset that I used to have with my period and my new mindset now. But so many women are scared to get their period back. They like not having it. But you have negative um, effects that happen from not having your period. The first one is fertility. Okay. If you are a woman in your teens or your 20s and you want children, just letting you know, if you are going years about your period, you are playing with fire, my dear, and you might become infertile and you might not be able to have children. So if that is something that you want to accept at the fact that you're being um, negligent to your body and not allowing for it to have a natural bleed, uh, then you might be infertile and you might not be able to have children. The other one is uh, bone fractures. So for my athletes out there, especially my gymnasts and like ballet dancers, you are putting yourself at risk for bone fractures at a higher rate. So whenever you don't have your period, what happens is you're not having calcium absorption happening in your bones. Um, and we need estrogen in our body to do that. So that being said, um, if you don't have any estrogen because you're not having a period, so you're never having that drop in estrogen or that even an estrogen spike, you're not having any sort of like hormonal fluctuations because hormones are too depleted. You're not going to have nice, strong bones. And that's a bad thing. Um, the other negative side effects, though, can just go into like lifestyle. So women who tend to not have a period will have like dry hair, skin and nails. They'll have a really low libido. These are not good things or optimal signs of health. Okay. So I'm going to walk you guys through my timeline of my amenorrhea and just a good old period talk. And I'm going to give some of you guys some waves. I should have brought my water by me. I'm going to have to set Hope on the floor because she's making me nervous. I have really high bar stools and Hopi is so small that if she were to take a tumble, I would not be happy. Um, Nicole said, I'm not on birth control or anything, but I have struggled with getting my period ever since I was 10. The longest I've gone without one was four months. This happens to me a lot. I do struggle with um, PTSD. 
Do you mean PCOS or PTSD? I think you might have had a little typo there. Um, amenorrhea only applies to people who have had their period before too, okay? I'm talking about secondary amenorrhea, not primary. So primary is you were born and you've never had a period. Like you've never, quote unquote, hit puberty. So you've never had a period. Um, secondary is for the woman who has had their period. So, okay. I'm going to walk you guys through my timeline, my story, my truth of my struggles with my period. Um, 12 years old was when I first got my period. Um, I was like 12 and a half. That's when I had my first natural period. And my periods were always really heavy and I always hated them because I would like bleed through clothing, bleed through my sheets when I'd sleep at night. Honestly, um, I feel like sex education is horrible because I didn't really understand what a period was. So when I got it, I was like really nervous. I was like, oh my God, I have internal bleeding and I'm dying. (laughs) It was traumatic. So my period when I was younger was not a good time. And I always hated it because I also never used tampons. Um, and I would only use pads guys, just whatever. We're going to keep it raw and real here. And I wasn't allowed to use tampons because I had a, um, an illness called toxic shock syndrome when I was really young. Um, I had this when I was prepubescent. So you can contract toxic shock syndrome, which is a deadly illness. Um, and I almost, I had a near death experience when I was younger and you can only contract this through tampons. Um, however, how I got this illness was never figured out because when I got it, I was prepubescent. So I was never using tampons, tampons. I was never using pads. Nobody knew how I got this. Like the CDC was involved in my case. And my mom was like, Nicole, you cannot use tampons because you'll die. So (laughs) I laugh because like, it's funny, but I have really dark humor, but like legitimately I thought I would die. Um, I now use tampons whenever I have my cycle, um, But when I was younger, I was terrified. And I had that whole incident happen when I was nine years old. Um, When I was in the hospital for days, I missed like uh, two months of school. Um, It was just my organs were shutting down. It was a really horrible experience that I had to go through. And so I was horrified of ever using a tampon. So I hated my period. Um, It was really hard for me to manage. And when I was 14 was the first time I started struggling with my body image and dieting. So this is the time of my life when I became a vegetarian and I started to get really restrictive with my food. Um, I did develop anorexia around this time and an over-exercising disorder, which if you guys ever want me to do an IGTV on over-exercising, let me know by doing the thumbs up emoji because I've been thinking about covering this topic. I've struggled with it on and off again for years, but when I was 14, I struggled with overexercising um, and undereating, which resulted in me having lighter periods, which I noticed. And then I actually lost my period. And at this time, I, I was only 14. I wasn't like sexually active or anything. I was just like, that's weird. My period went away. Um, and I thought it was cool. <laughs> I was pumped because I didn't want my period. I thought it was gross and disgusting. Again, they were like Niagara Falls. They were not a good time for me. Um, During this time, I had lost 10 pounds in a month. I was like only, trigger warning for anyone who struggled with eating disorders here, I was only like 110 pounds and I'm 5'6". So that was very, 
very small for me and doctors were concerned. So around this time, I realized that I was unhealthy and making my family and my friends upset. And a lot of people were scared for me um, because I was losing so much weight and I was losing it rapidly. And this is when I decided to get better around this time. And I realized that my weight loss and my eating disorder was really affecting my performance in my gymnastics, which I loved my gymnastics. And so I decided to eat more so I can get stronger and to improve upon my skills in the gym. And my period came back more consistently around then. Um, Again, the reason why I lost my period when I was 14 was because I had a caloric imbalance through dieting um, and probably the stress of over-exercising at the time as well. So um, I did have my period throughout my high school years. I never really lost it too much. Um, I might have... I might have had a month or two where I skipped it, but it wasn't something that I wanted. And at this time, this is when I started doing research on period loss, so on amenorrhea. I was always passionate about the topic, Um, and I realized that, you know, it can lead to infertility, and it can lead to uh, weak bones, and being an athlete at the time, my athletics was more important than um, me being skinny. So I decided to allocate more of my energy into my athletics. And during this time, like my junior and senior year, I became a really, really good gymnast. Um, My skills increased significantly. I got bumped up to places on the team. I was doing really well in the sport. And to me, I give myself a pat on the back (laughs) because uh, eating more was difficult for me, but it was paying off. Okay, that was my high school years. Now we are going to go on to when I was 18. So when I was 18, this was the first time I ever took birth control. Um, The only birth control that I've ever taken in my life was the pill. I've never taken the depot shot. I've never had the implant birth control. Um, What else is out there? The patch? There's like that ring thing too. I've never taken any of that, okay? I've only taken the pill. And during this time... I decided I wanted to take the pill partially because I was struggling with acne. Um, And my doctor at the time was like, hey, why don't we just throw you on birth control? Because here in the Western side of the world, what they do to solve people's problems is give them pills. I need to simmer down. I was struggling with acne. And yes, did the pill help clear up my skin? Yeah, it did. Um, but what it did give me in return was some bloating and inflammation. It gave me mood swing, mood swings. I was struggling with depression while on the pill. And this all happened very, um, quickly. And I decided that I no longer wanted to take the pill because I didn't like how it made me feel. It gave me like really dark thoughts. Um, around this time I had like suicidal thoughts which was not me. <laughs> it, it was just a bad time. So I decided at the age of 18 to no longer take the pill. Um, and when I was on the pill, my periods were very light. What's going on on the pill is you aren't having your natural cycle of hormones. Okay. You are having a placebo effect of hormones. So that's what those, those pills that are sugar pills um, they don't have hormones in them, so they will cause a, um, how, how can I wear this? Not a natural bleed, but an unnatural bleed. So when you're taking your pack for the day for like the month, and then you take your placebo pills, you will have a bleed, but it's not a real period. It's a period from 
a drop in fake hormones that you are constantly putting in your body on a daily basis from taking the pill. I don't know if that makes any sense. There's a great book that goes further in depth with period talk. It's called Beyond the Pill. I highly recommend that you check this book out. Um, that's not really what this talk is about birth control, but that was my experience with birth control. And although I like the fact that it made my periods really light, and again, at this time, like I wasn't like crazy about having my period. Um, I had around this age decided that I would just manage my period with tampons and it made it a lot easier. Um, okay. So have my period now, um, post pill, I still had my period and I know a lot of women lose their period after they take birth control and that's normal. Um, unfortunately I, I say this thing to my clients, but you have to pay to play. If you've been on birth control for 10 years, you've been ingesting false hormones into your body for 10 years. That's a long fucking time. So it's going to take roughly half the time to get your body back into its rhythm. So it might take five years for you to get your period back. So if you're wanting to start a family, I recommend that you think about that. Okay, moving on. Um, during the age of 19 was the first time I ever decided to do a bikini competition. So this is fun. Um, I prepped myself for my first show, so I had no idea what I was doing. And I didn't really ever get to stage lean conditioning. Um, and I still had my period at age 19. Well, I was 20 at my first show. However, the preps after that, so I've been prepping every single year since 2015, 2016, 2017, and 2018, and 2019. I've done shows in every single one of those years. Um, I'm seeing some questions or some feedback. Spear Girl said, it's so annoying that doctors over-prescribe everything. Yeah, honestly, I believe, okay, this is my conspiracy theory. I feel like doctors have associations with um, pharmaceutical companies where they are pushed to sell pills. So that's what's going on there. I'm very skeptical to any sort of vaccine vaccination or any sort of pill that a doctor wants me to take. Um, and I'm just, I'm not I'm very iffy on it. Um, Kennedy said, what's up Kennedy? She said, I stopped taking the pill for the same reason. It also made me crazy hungry. Now that you say that Kennedy, the pill made me really hungry as well. It made me like a big bitch. <laughs> I hated it. Not like big, but like I was just angry all the time. Okay. Going on into my preps. So 19 to 20, had my period. 21, this is when I lost my period. This is when I started to reach a level of conditioning uh, for the stage. So what was going on in this case was I had lost my period due to the high stress of my training. So I was lifting every single day. I was doing at least an hour of cardio every single day. Um, I was always, so for me to get stage conditioning, I have to eat less than 1300 calories a day. Just what I have to do with my genetics and with my past of dieting from my eating disorder in high school. And that is why now I'm taking time away from the stage um, where I'm taking a year and a year and a half off from competing to help my hormones rebalance out. But when I was 21, I went from like 135 pounds and I believe I stepped on stage at 115 pounds. So I lost my period here 
And it took about six months to get back. Brittany says, I love your hair. Thank you. I feel like myself again. I didn't grow this overnight. I wish I did. I, it's been a while since I've had hair extensions. But so I lost my period when I was 21 due to that 20 pound weight loss and the high stress from competing um, and under eating. And six months, I didn't have it. And as I was slowly gaining weight post-show, I got my weight back up to around 135. Um, and I got my period back. And I remember getting my period back after reaching about 130 pounds. And then I prepped again at age 22. I competed all the way from March until June. So I did the Arnold Classic that year. Um, and I went all the way until Junior Nationals in June. I started prep back in November, so that was a really long prep, and I remember losing my period all the way back in February. So that time, I didn't have my period in February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. I went eight months about my period that year. And the thing was, post-show, it took me a while to gain some weight. I was just really active, um, but I was struggling a little bit with like being over-exercising, like it's really hard for me to cut down my cardio during that reverse dieting phase. Um, I was also going through like a breakup. So I was um, utilizing exercise as a stress relief, which again, over-exercising is a way to cope with things. But that resulted in me not having my period for a longer amount of time. Um, So that took me eight months to get my period back. Again, my weight had to get back up to around 130 pounds, and we got it back. So body fat regain, we got my period back. Okay, moving on. 23, I decided to prep again. Do you guys see a theme here? Um, When I was 23, I had started my prep towards the beginning of February. I competed in May, June, and July. I lost my period in April. Um, so basically around 127, I lost my period around this time and I lost it and I didn't get it back until I believe September again. Um, okay. So this one is interesting. This is my most recent prep. So this most recent prep 24, I started my prep in February. I started at 140 pounds. I got down to 120 pounds and I only lost my period for one month during this time. Every other prep, I lost my period for six to eight months. That's a long time. Okay. Um, But I also know girls who have lost their period for a longer amount of time where um, some women have lost it for years on end, which that's like a huge red flag for me where I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, and I, I will be honest, I've never got my blood work checked during this time frame either. So I wish I had like hormones to talk to you guys about in my panels, but I don't. Um, but 24, this was the hardest prep of my life. Um, I was, it got to a point where I was doing two to three hours of cardio a day for like months on end. Um, my calories got sub 1300 calories for a very prolonged period of time. Um, and my weight wasn't really moving at all. I was struggling mentally, physically. I didn't understand why my body wasn't responding. In short, my body wasn't responding from the years and years of dieting 
um, and never taking enough time away from the stage or being super lean. Um, and I had my period the whole time. And I was so confused because usually I lose my period around 127 pounds, but I think my body was fighting me so hard during this prep that it was like, nah, we're not losing this period. Like, we're not doing it. We're going to fight you. And my body fought me so hard this last prep. So I had my period all the way up until my final month of prep where I only lost it for two months and I regained it right away. Um, and the reason why I think I regained my period so quickly this time around is because I could recognize it right away. And I dropped a lot of the intensity in the gym. Um, I incorporated more rest days and I just kind of listened to my body a little bit more and respected when it needed rest. So that is my timeline of losing and regaining my period. That's a lot. Um, and I'm very lucky to have gotten my period back because I know for myself that I want to have children one day. I want strong, healthy bones. I want pretty hair, skin, and nails. I want a good libido. Like These are all things that are very important to me. And I think a lot of women, they're scared to get their period back, but they neglect all the benefits of having one. Um, and they feel like, oh, like it's fine. Like if every, like in the bodybuilding space, like so many women are like, oh, you don't have your period. Well, I don't have my period either. And they act like it's so casual, but it's really not, it's, it's not healthy. So here are a couple steps I recommend you do. If you feel like, you know, you're sick of not having a period. Cause again, this has to be a choice from you. You have to decide to get your period back. I had to decide that I want to get my period back. So that mean that meant gaining body fat. Um, every time I lo- I've lost my period, it's because my body fat is too low. So anything below 18% body fat for my body, again, my body is too low. Um, so increasing my body fat percentage, um, which can result in gaining weight on the scale. I highly recommend if you're working on getting your period back to like not freak out over the scale weight. Um, and if you have to like eliminate the scale and just focus on how you feel and your performance in the gym, um, slowly increase your intake. So this can look like a reverse diet where you're slowly increasing your intake each and every week, um, and decreasing your cardio. Again, cardio is going to be a stress on the body. Dieting is a stress on the body and you have to eliminate those stressors so you can start to heal and recover, which when you've lost your period, that's what you have to do. You have to put in time to heal your body. Um, and you can only heal through eating, through taking rest days and through cutting down on your cardio. Um, and the last thing too, is just be patient. Okay. Understand that it's going to take time for your body to trust you again. And you have to, again, be open to the idea of getting your period back. Um, you have to want to get it back. And some women have to only gain five pounds to get their period back. Some only have to gain 10. And then I know of some women who have to gain 20, 30 pounds to get their period back. And you have to weigh out the pros and cons. Like, do you want to possibly be infertile? Do you want to possibly be put at an unhealthy risk? Do you want to possibly have more bone fractures? I can't answer those questions for you. Okay. If you have your period, you're probably a grown adult woman and you can decide what you want to do with your body. Or do you want to weigh out what is optimal health? Why am I involved in the fitness industry? You know, like what is health to me? Is health 
not having a natural period? Is health being tired all the time? Is health having dry hair, skin, and nails and having no libido? Is health being food obsessed and exercise obsessed? That's not health, um, in my opinion. Um, My version of health comes from mentally and physically. And I feel like a lot of women, too, they don't want to get their period back because mentally they can't let go of that obsession of dieting and trying to be smaller and trying to push their body outside of its natural comfort zone and set point. They're fighting themselves the whole time. And you know what happens when you fight yourself? You create a fire and you create havoc in your body. So you have to let go of fighting yourself, relax, and let your body do its thing. Because it really is an awesome thing to have a period and to have a natural period. And again, if you're going to a doctor around this time, odds are they're just going to prescribe you a pill and say, here, take this, you'll get your period back. But that period that you're getting on your birth control pill is not a natural period and is not really a true marker of where your health is. And the only way you'll know where your health is, is by getting away from the hormones, getting away from the supplements, and really just letting your body function on its own and without any sort of variance there. So that's all I have to say about periods with this chat. I hope you all are going through your own checklist of the reasons why you might not have your period and maybe you resonated with me during my struggles of losing and regaining my period. Again, this has gone through a lot of cycles or I've gone through a lot of cycles of getting uncomfortable um, with my body physically. But again, sometimes you have to gain some body fat back and body fat isn't a horrible thing either. So many people dock gaining body fat when we need it to be healthy and if you don't have your period right now, I, I have to argue with you. Are you really healthy? Probably not. So, um, again, guys, you still have time to join my Get Fit in Six Fall Challenge. That is starting October 7th. So if you're wanting to learn more about tracking macros and how to train properly in the gym where you're not only getting support from me but also support from my group, from my Nicole Fair Fitness clients, I'd love for you to check out the link in my Instagram bio for more information into my challenge. Um, If you happen to just be tuning in now, this episode will be posted on Beyond the Bikini Radio. That is my podcast. If you guys have not checked out my podcast yet, there's over 50 episodes on there. So that's over 50 hours worth of content on training, nutrition, fitness, competing, all that fun stuff. So hope you guys enjoyed this one and I will see you in the next one. Okay, guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year, and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it and it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener and keep on listening.
Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals.